With amazing grace and remarkable solidarity, millions of people around the world mourned as one today, stopping in silence to remember the thousands of souls lost in Tuesday's terror attacks in the U.S. That's the sound from a newscast I taped 20 years ago. I taped it the week of September 11th, 2001 terrorist attacks on the United States. And I've kept that old videotape all these years. I dusted it off last night after Rosh Hashanah, and I played it again on my VCR. Yes, I still have one. And the newscast was from the memorial ceremonies that were held a couple of days after the 9-11 attacks. On the actual day of the attacks, I remember them so well. I had just dropped my older son off at his Jewish preschool in Richmond Hill. Then I was going to go stop at the dressmakers. I had my one-year-old with me in the minivan, and I heard on the radio that a plane had crashed into one of the towers of the World Trade Center in New York City. At first, everyone in the media thought it was just an accident. Then the second plane hit the other tower, and it became clear this was no coincidence and was a huge breaking story. At the time, I was working for CTV National News in Toronto, but it was my day off that day. Doesn't matter. I called into the newsroom. I promised that I would come in as soon as I could to help with the live coverage. But first, I had to go back to the play school and pick up my older son because Jewish schools around Toronto had been receiving bomb threats and were being closed early for safety reasons. With my two kids in tow, we returned home and I turned on the TV and we watched the drama unfold and you all know the rest of the story. One weird memory that sticks out was that the vice president of CTV ordered Kentucky Fried Chicken for the staff, and I really liked the creamy coleslaw. It's kind of a weird thing to remember, but that's what I remember, and it stuck out till this day. I'm sure many of you also remember what you did on September 11th. Rabbi Levi Sudak is an Orthodox Jewish rabbi from London, England, and on September 11th, 2001, he was flying to New York for the day to pray at the grave of the Lubavitcher Rebbe, because it was right before the Jewish New Year. Instead, Sudak's flight was one of 38 planes diverted and forced to land in Gander, Newfoundland and Labrador, when North American airspace was shut down. Perhaps this story of the way the Newfoundlanders just received tens of thousands of people. The Canadians received tens of thousands of people in those dark days, should serve to us as a message. We look at our fellow man, we're all children of the same couple, of Adam and of Eve. So why are we fighting? I'm Ellen Besner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Thursday, September 9th, 2021. Welcome to the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. On September 11th, 2001, Al-Qaeda terrorists flew four planes into American landmarks. The attacks killed 24 Canadians. In total, 2,977 people died that day in the World Trade Center towers, on the planes that crashed into them, in the U.S. Pentagon building in Virginia, and on a fourth plane that crashed into a field in Pennsylvania. Now, Rabbi Levi Sudak didn't know any of this when his international flight from London, England to New York was diverted to Gander. But what happened to him there 
and the warm reception he received from Canadian locals and how they accommodated his religious needs and the needs of the other Jewish passengers in the hours and days that followed is something for which he remains forever grateful. Coming up, you'll meet Rabbi Sudak, whose story was included in the Tony Award-winning musical play Come From Away. You might have seen it when it was in Toronto or New York or London or even in Australia. But first, here's what's making news elsewhere in Canada right now. Did you watch the leaders' debate that was in French on Wednesday night? The moderator asked Annemie Paul, the Jewish leader of the Green Party, about how the Israel-Palestine question made her party nearly implode earlier this year. She was asked whether she'd had reconciled with her party's hardliners who supported the Palestinian side and what her position was on Israel right now. Paul told the moderator in French that she didn't accept the premise of the question. She then asserted that the Green Party believes in nonviolence, dialogue and reconciliation and international law in all situations. The moderator asked her why Israel is not in her party's platform, and Paul says they don't have positions on specific international conflicts. Nobody asked this question to any of the other party leaders. By the way, don't forget that on Monday, September 13th, we are hosting a live federal election debate together with Sija. I'm co-hosting as moderator, along with Rabbi Avi Feingold. He heads up our sister podcast, Bonjour Chai. So send us in your questions that you want us to ask the candidates. What issues are important to you in this election? You can email me directly at ebesner, that's two S's, at the cjn.ca, or ask them in a short video that you can send into our portal on the CJA website. The link is in our show notes. If you can't find it, just email it to me, e-b-e-s-s-n-e-r at the cjn.ca. And watch our website as well as Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for more details on the event. I'm Carol Wiley in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like. Rabbi Levi Sudak has been the rabbi at the Lubavitch Congregation of Edgware for 35 years. It's a suburb of London, England but he does have strong ties to Canada. His aunt and uncle are well-known in the Toronto Orthodox community. They are Rabbi David and Rebetzin Batsheva Shochet, and his uncle is on the Bet Din, or Rabbinical Council. Back to Gander. On 9-11, before he was allowed off the plane, security officials confiscated Rabbi Sudak's supply of kosher food that he'd brought with him for the day. As you'll hear in this clip from the musical Come From Away, the actor playing Rabbi Sudak tells what happened when the locals discovered that he hadn't eaten anything for a while. No, no, thank you, please. I'm fine. Turns out he's an Orthodox Jewish rabbi, and he only eats kosher food. Now, we have all kinds of people living in Newfoundland. Protestants, Baptists, Catholics, Salvation Army, this, and not a lot of Jewish people. The next thing I know, I'm set up in the faculty lounge making a kosher kitchen for any other Jewish passengers. The real Rabbi Sudak joins me now from London, England. You you said that the reason you um, want this message to be shared was because of the incredible outpouring of generosity and, uh, you know, just goodness that you experienced unexpectedly from the people that you encountered in, uh, in your journey there. So um, is there one particular person or people, couple that you really want to highlight? Yes, but I regard this story as sacred because as the whole world was plunged into an intense darkness by what had been done by these perpetrators, these terrorists, and everybody was reeling in shock and horror at the enormity of this perversion, 
one community of people, of 7,000 people, sorry, 9,000 people, was totally preoccupied with looking after what they called the guests, the visitors. There were other communities in Canada also that embraced people. My brother-in-law, he was landed at St. John's Airport. However, I was, by God's hand, sent to Gander. And I was looking for the reason. Why have I been sent here? There is, of course, the very beautiful encounter that I had with Ed Brake, Holocaust survivor, through no fault of his own, was expelled from his home country at the age of eight or thereabout, together with his brother. His parents had paid a fortune to an English couple to adopt them. This English couple did their best to make sure that these two boys forgot about their ancestry, their homeland. But I think that the greatest part of my visit there was the sheer kindness of the lady called Ethna. Then she was called Ethna Smith. Today she's known as Ethna Daly. She was then married to Carl Smith, who was a corporal for the RCMP at Gander Airport. And these two people realizing that there was a plane in Cornerbrook that would get us off the island on Monday morning to Halifax, Nova Scotia, where there is a shul where we could pray for Rosh Hashanah instead of making our own minion, so to say, at the lion's den, which was being offered to us in the, in the town of Gander by the lion's organization, they chose to drive us 500 kilometers through the night so that we could stop off at a motel near the airport, catch the plane early morning and get to Halifax. Ultimately from Halifax, we got to Newark airport I had a car waiting for me at Newark Airport, which took three hours to get to my in-laws' home. So I was reunited with my family in time for, for Rosh Hashanah. And without Carl and Ethna, it was she who arranged with her husband, Carl, to get us the kosher food out of the freezers at Gander Airport. It was she who arranged for us to have a separate kitchen, a kitchenette area in the staff room where I could make a kosher kitchen. So you are in touch with her. Who else, if any, uh, are you in touch with? with um, I have been in touch with Ed's grandson. He was very surprised by much of what he had learned through the play and then from me about his grandfather. As far as he was concerned, his grandfather was never in Europe. You said this was the reason, one of the reasons you were sent there, maybe you feel now looking back, right? Which was to, to hear his, his, that he is a Jew and he un, unveiled himself to you. Do you have regrets that, um, you know, he wasn't able to then live his life as a Jew towards the end? Because apparently his family wasn't having it. They were Catholic, right? 
I don't have regrets because it wasn't possible to even think about moving an elderly man away from his hometown. Gander was his hometown. He reached there when he was a boy. His adoptive parents moved from England to Newfoundland. But as far as Mr. Brake's family goes, do you, I, I think I read, correct me if I'm wrong, that you provided him with uh, a talus and some other Jewish uh, religious artifacts and hope that he would take them and use them to be buried with them. And was that ever done? Do you know? Ed made a party when he received his Jewish gifts. Ed, when he passed away, asked that these gifts be buried with him in his coffin. And that I know was, was carried out. How has being portrayed in the play uh, sit, sit with you? Um, do you like how they've had you in there all these years? No, I'm absolutely delighted with the way I'm portrayed in the play. I believe that the message is communicated very well. The choice of song in, in the play, in the musical, is correct. It's appropriate. We had people of all nationalities landed and stranded at Ganda. It was a complete ingathering from all over the world, literally every type of nationality. And therefore the choice of song, he who makes peace above, he will make peace upon us, is most appropriate. And perhaps the one thing, the most sacred of messages that comes across from this, from this musical, from the stories that are told about 9-11 in Newfoundland, is this very essence of the harmony of many peoples, the blending of many peoples, and the way the Newfoundlanders just absorbed us. Here's another little known fact about Gander and 9-11 that isn't in the play. It comes from Professor Noreen Goffman from St. John's, Newfoundland and Labrador. She remembers some religious Jews from New York who were on those planes in Gander and eventually some of them got bused to St. John's. A call went out to all the Jewish men in the city to hold daily prayer services. And she says the community stepped up and for about two weeks we fed them, quote, as kosher as we could and we housed them. And Goffman says since that day, members of the St. John's Jewish community received presents at least three times a year, directly mailed to each of their addresses from New York City as a gesture of gratitude. So at Passover, they get shmura matzah and something sweet. At Purim, they get hamantashen and some chocolate coins. And at Hanukkah, they get honey cake, candles, and one of the tiny menorahs with some blessings thrown in. For his part, Rabbi Sudak made a donation to the St. John's Lubavitch Synagogue's ongoing fundraising project to build a ritual bath or a mikvah. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Today's listener shout-out goes to Sharona Brookman of Toronto. Her uncle, Lieutenant Mitchell Sterling of Montreal, was a Canadian war hero. I wrote about him. He was killed near Ortona, Italy in the winter of 1943. 
And we'll end the episode with a little bit of an interview with David Hain. He's half of the Canadian Jewish theatre couple. They wrote the Come From Away production that tells the story of how the people of Gander took care of 7,000 airline passengers, including Rabbi Sudak, on 9-11. Hain and his wife, Irene Sankoff, now live in Newmarket, just north of Toronto. They plan to be in Gander for the 20th anniversary there. I asked them how Come From Away is also a Jewish story about welcoming strangers. You know, it was the Newfoundlanders and it was the, you know, that 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 really taught us to, you reminded us of the, I, I think the, the point of that, which is that uh, at any minute you could be someone who needs help. And there's certainly, you know, in the stories of Passover or, you know, uh, you, there, there's a story, there's, there's a sense of tradition of welcoming people in and, and at any minute you could be helped or you could be the person who, who, needs to help in that instance and and i think we've been taught that by our families and their traditions and um and so i think it informed it uh, which was then reawakened by the stories in in gander if that makes sense Thank you.